Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers fans? This is a wonderful, wonderful day. I've got the man himself next to me, Wayne Breezy, pumping some iron. How are we feeling, Wayne? I want to pump you up. <laughs> Let's go. It's wildcard weekend, man. Everybody need to get up. Let's go. Oh, dude, it's it's weird because, you know, here in California, the weather's terrible. It's been raining nonstop, whatever else. I am just so happy. I'm not even feeling great, but I'm so freaking pumped because the playoffs are here. This is what the whole season, this is what the draft, this is what free agency, this is what training camp, preseason, all those things are about this. I freaking love it. I'm so pumped. I love all the hashtag CCs. The chat is going on fire. And what I want to do today is a couple different things, Wayne. I want to go through the 49ers in Seattle last two matchups. I want to kind of just put some context to that situation. But, again, constantly asking this question, how far can the 49ers really go? And taking that a week-by-week basis. We don't want to look too far ahead. But this is what we do. This is what hey, we do. We're too excited. Um, it's awesome. So, um, love all the freaking hashtag CCs. We got a lot of people in here. If you want to ask a question, make sure you throw that at John Chapman in there. Clayton is working the, like a madman that he is. So, we are flying solo. So, I'm trying to control the board and get you guys taken care of on here. But let's do this. Now, I was really big on playing Seattle first. That's mm-hmm. who I wanted big time. And when Green Bay blew it at the end of the game, I was ecstatic. I was so pumped, Wayne. So here's my question to you, and this is what people keep saying. It's so hard to beat another opponent three games in one year. What say you? 
I mean, that's the that's the kind of like the cliche thing, right? Like, all right, right man, because that's it's that 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 third times the charm thing comes in, right? And so maybe for the Seattle, they're feeling like you know what they got us twice, third times the charm. This is our this is the lucky game, right? So yeah, like typically yes, but that's why we're gonna break down these two games. And I want to talk about like how the 49ers typically dominated in both games differently with two different quarterbacks, two different sets of running backs. Like it's just different. And but they figured it out. So we'll we'll break that down a little bit later in the show. But the answer your I, question, I'm excited about that. Yeah, technically, yes, but that doesn't mean it's gotta always happen. You know, they asked Kyle that question today um, at the press conference, and he's like, well, it'd be different if we played that team three games in a row. And I think you can make that argument, but it's not like that. Uh, we haven't played them in a long time. Um, we had different quarterbacks each time. It's just different. Uh, shout out to the man, Clayton Cadeau, uh, the man from up north. If you guys remember, this is for the 49ers rush faithful from several years ago. He used to do our scouting reports with us, uh, which was awesome. I love Cadeau. He helped us out at the draft party, too, him and his son. Uh, good people, good people, huge people, big old Canadians, man. They they drink something else up there. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> now, okay, so let's look at this, okay? We played them twice this year, okay? The 49ers have played Seattle twice. They played them in week two, which if you remember, that's when Trey Lance broke his leg. That's also when Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't have CMC. Kittle wasn't even back yet. I mean, mm -hmm. it was just a total mess, but you still beat them 27-7. to that's the first game. So let's go through that one. Um, you win 27-7. Probably the number one thing that I took away from that game, Wayne, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. Mm -mm. No, you beat not a team by game, 20. They hit us with a block. They blocked yeah. a field goal, blocked to something. Yeah, it was a field goal. And they ran all the way back. They and, ran back. Yeah. And so, like, let, let's just go through some of the it was first Welles. downs. Right. First downs, 49ers had 25, Seattle had 14. Wait a minute, John. We haven't seen Ross Dwelly much since week two. No. Hey, no. you missed one play up. Boy, you get the doghouse up in Kyle <laughs> It's been Tyler Croft, and it's been, you know, we do all the special teams breakdowns on Patreon. It's been Ross Dwelly, and it's been Charlie Warner. I'm sorry, uh, Tyler Croft and Charlie Warner on each side. Those have been the two up backs for the field goal kick since that point. And it's not like they've been great at that um, protection area, but they've been better. It hasn't been blocked since. So, you know, another thing that you got to stick with too is just the turnovers. 49ers played a clean game. Jimmy Garoppolo came in, played great. Mm -hmm. Seattle had three turnovers. Turning the ball over way too much, man. Um, and so th that's... Early they that's, were. Yeah, they were early. And so... You know, if you look at the way in which the 49ers won that game, Jimmy Garoppolo goes 13 of 21, 154, one touchdown. Jeff Wilson Jr. had the game of his uh, the year, 18 rushes, 84 yards. Ty Davis Price, 14 carries, 33 yards. Um, but Brandon Ayuk was huge, five catches, 63. And, you know, it was, it was a weird game. There weren't a lot of, you know, touchdowns scored. Jimmy had a rushing touchdown, and Kyle Juszczyk had a rushing touchdown. It was a mm -hmm. weird game. But 27 to 7, yeah, they, they just blew him out, man. Yeah. And, and Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy comes in, commands this team, gets this team to scoring about 27 points. It was about to be a shutout. It's going to be the first shutout of the year for the 49ers defense. Obviously, this was before Mosley was out as well. 
let's fast forward to the next one because the next one is the more realistic of what we're going to be seeing now because yeah. Jimmy's gone. Brock was in. And again, in another game, John, they also commanded and they ran the game. Like the whole time we were in Seattle, the 49ers pretty much owned the game. I mean, Seattle doesn't score their first touchdown until like late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, it looked like the 49ers, you know, the, the score looks closer. But no, the 49ers pretty much commanded that game. You remember the pick six? We got the pick six, mm-hmm. and it was 28 to six. It was 28 to six in the third quarter, and it was done. The game was over, and then you saw the yellow handkerchief, right, coming out. That was on the Nick Bosa sack where he landed with his body weight on top of him, right? Um, so took that touchdown off, and then they went down and whatever. That like, was bull crap too, man. Like you are so I, hot, you were pissed. I need the refs to like not ref. Like just let these guys play football unless it's something blatant because that was ridiculous, bro. That was the Amador yeah. Lenore's pick six, wasn't it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So he ain't play, that, he, he ain't been himself ever since. Now this is something I want to talk about because we were doing the live watch party. And you had the second play of the game, the huge flea flicker touchdown, whatever. First touchdown he's given up. Let me say this, and I I just want to let you kind of tee off because you've been pretty harsh on Demo, and I think a lot of fans have, and I think rightfully so. But Jimmy Ward, we always say, well, he's not a nickel. He's a safety. What about Demo? Demo's not outside corner. Yes, he is, John. He's a nickel. They made him a nickel. He was drafted as an outside corner. He played outside corner in Oregon. And now he, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did. You're correct. You are correct. He played outside corner in Oregon. He came to the 49ers as an outside corner. And then they they decided to convert him into the nickel. I, he didn't, okay, hear me out. So you go back and watch the play 150 times. I mean, he gets beat but he's able to recover because it's an underthrown ball, right? Let's just call it what we see. it. That's what it was. Uh, I don't think it was much more on him other than him just being out of position at the wrong time. That's what it was because he didn't necessarily bite on the run. He just let A.J. Green run right past him, and it was like that much space to where he had to recoup. If the ball wasn't underthrown, though, maybe, maybe, maybe Tashawn Gibson makes a better play on the ball. now. Because he bit on the run super hard. Now, you go back and watch it. He's biting to the left really hard. He realizes he's wrong. He gets back. My concern is why didn't Gibson make the tackle? And I think, John, the only reason why he didn't make that tackle was because he felt like that ball was picked. Oh. Oh. Because it was close. It was close. It was. I mean, he was right there, but he just got mossed. He got mossed. <laughs> and so, I mean, he, he got Moss. That's what it is. And, and, like, I'll say this, man. I'm not – I don't know. I like Demo. I, I love what he does in the run game. He's got to step it up. There's no doubt about it. But most of my emails are Demo's trash. He needs to be benched. We need another corner. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes a little bit. Like, we saw what happened when Samuel Womack came in for one series, right? So Charvarius Ward gets hurt two weeks ago against the Commanders. Samuel Womack comes in an outside corner. He got toasted twice in, like, one drive. We talk about so, the Atlanta game? No, I think it was the Commanders game when Terry McLaurin got him. Um, oh, do you remember you, when Charvarius Ward was nauseous or whatever and he left yeah, for, like, a couple it, series? But I'm saying it also happened in the Commanders game. This is right. why you don't see Samuel Womack 
getting much run as an outside corner. It's just not what he is good at yet. See, I feel the same way about Debo, though. I think Debo's at his best in the slot. Okay. Now, so that's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. And that it could be right. That's why he moved over to the slot, you know? I think that the real issue is Deshaun Gibson's playing really good football at safety. If Deshaun Gibson wasn't good at his position, playing then very good Ward would be back at safety, and then your boy Demo would be in the slot. Played very good. Played oh, good. what's up? The godfather, <laughs> Nicholas Para in the house, man. Thank you for the uh, gift, man. He says, what's up, my bros? Nighter Faithful family. The John and Wayne show is the best. Rocking my Brock Purdy shirt today. Got so many compliments at work. Can't wait to hang out this weekend. Oh, man. Nick is coming out from Jersey. Wayne's coming out from Connecticut. I'm coming up from L.A. We're going to be having a blast. This is going to be probably one of the most fun. It's a playoff tailgate, ladies and gentlemen. It's a playoff tailgate, which is going to be awesome. Um, Oops, I got an updated map. I was showing the wrong one. Um, We're going to have music. We got food, drinks. Everything that you want, prizes, jerseys, all that stuff. Now, we have changed the location of where we're going to be tailgating in the blue lot uh, to make it a lot easier to find. Uh, Compliments to my man Sam and Will. They are awesome. So there is an old dead tree in the southeast corner of blue lot one. Here's a picture. It's literally an old dead pine tree. Looks like a Grinch Christmas tree. Um that's where we are going to be over at. It's the southeast corner of blue lot number one. We got new flagpole, so we're going to have the 49ers rush flag flying high. Nice. Um, we are going to be there as soon as they open blue lot one with food. We're going to have tacos. We're going to have all kinds of good food. And, man, if you had those tacos last time, I'm a big taco guy. They were damn good. They were really damn good. Everybody that came talked about how great it was. So if you want to join us, rain or shine, doesn't matter. We got tent set up. We're going to have you covered. You're going to be just fine. We're going to be having a blast, man. So uh, get your tickets, 49ersrushroadtrip.com. Oh, I'm excited, man. The Godfather himself is coming out. and We're going to have to make sure we protect him, too. He's the Godfather. That's right. That's right. Now he's the Godfather... You, you are you Michael or Sonny? I feel like I'm Sonny. Ooh. I'm the hothead. You're Ooh. Michael. You're the more level-headed one. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. And then we got to find us a, a Fredo. We got to find us a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all. I knew it was you, Fredo. I knew, I knew it, was, it you. was you. All right. <laughs> Coach Cruz, um, the research madman himself. I love yes, sir. He says teams are 17 and 5. When they played three times in the postseason, and the home team is seventeen and five in that third matchup in the playoffs, mm. there you go. That's, that's a that's all you need. I want to steal that and I want to copy that in my notes, and I'm going to use that as if it was my information that I did. I will always give them credit. I'm just absolutely. Saying. It's the coach, but uh, Big Papa, what's up, man? He says, John, I believe if we take care um, of our defense, third and long problems, there's nothing that can stop us. This has been an issue. The 49ers defense is the best in the NFL on first down. Not the best whenever it comes to third down, um, especially third and longs. We have continually given up third and longs. We're 16th on third downs. I bet you it has to do with mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, a lot of that. And Gino, I think, fits that bill. Yeah, because Um, he had a third and long in, in the first game. Yeah, he did. It was like third and 12, I remember. He went to yep. the right side. He got 17 yards. Yes, I sir. said a lot of cuss words on that play. Mm-hmm. It was because somebody words. just didn't contain. I I, I remember that. Uh, he, listen, you want to beat Seattle again, then continue the same blueprint. 
I know Kyle Shanahan says it's it's not like a a basketball series where you got to prepare for seven games, but I guarantee you he's preparing. He's prepared for seeing them again. And I think you go out there and you just force Geno to beat you. Like that that's how you that's how you beat this team. And if he happens to get a couple of uh, big runs and and three points off of those or zero points off of those, that's a win for the 49ers defense, right? Yeah. That's how you do it. Take care of Metcalf, eliminate uh Kenneth uh Walker. And then they have no shot at this 49ers team. You know, I went through and I, I went through and I got all of Gino's stats from the two games and just kind of compiled them, right? So he went 55 of 74. So 55 completions on 74 attempts. That's 74% completion percentage, yeah. which is off the charts. He's top four, top five. Top yeah, he's eight. he's great at that. I mean, he broke the all-time record for Seattle passing yards, like in his first year starting. But if you look at, he only threw for 435 yards, one touchdown, one interception, five sacks, and one fumble. That's in eight quarters against the 49ers. Do you know why? Why? Because their team, on the, on their short passing game, they just don't have the yak guys. The thing that separates the 49ers from everybody else you got to give kudos to the front office and the drafting, the scouting team and Peters and Lynch and, and Shanahan on drafting players that fit the bill of what they needed. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo was a crucial piece at one point, because it was all about him getting the ball out of his hand quick and then allowing his playmakers to do everything. And that's why Brock Purdy is succeeding so well. It's not that he's getting the ball down the field and hitting these big-time throws. It's the simple fact that he's able to keep these chains moving because he's throwing accurately on the slants, on the routes, and those guys are getting the ball in space. And then they're able to get from 5 yards to 15 yards and from 10 yards to 22 yards, and that's what it is. Seattle isn't built that way. Seattle with Russell Wilson was more, yo, Match up, man, man, cool, boom, bam, down the field. And, if, and Russell will throw the ball down the field, right. not Geno Smith. Nope, dink and dunk, dink and dunk, efficient. That's what they want to do. But that's also what the 49ers defense wants to do with the cover three and quarters cover that we're doing. Quarters. We're keeping everything underneath, and we have a great tackling defense. Now, one of the most important players that's not being talked about very much, practice today, limited, didn't play last week, the CEO of Seattle, Dre Greenlaw. He is paramount. His mm-hmm. best games of his entire career just, have come yeah. against Seattle. That's a cool word too, John. Paramount. Oh, there we go. There Still we go. Word. I was watching movies the other day. I saw I it. Speaking of the mountain, baby. <laughs> Dre Greenlaw. So practice report today. Two players did not practice. Jimmy Garoppolo or Ambry Thomas. Yeah, limited mm-hmm. um, was Dre Greenlaw. Aaron Banks limited. That's huge. DFF, that helps special teams. Armstead, the flu issue, and CMC, CMC is like that every time. It's it's he's yeah. fine. He's fine. Let's talk about Banks though. So so Banks being limited. So here's the thing: Brunskill's playing really great football. He is. He played really good. But you can't take. I mean, he was graded the lowest from PFF, which I thought was weird. I think a lot of that was when he went to center. Those last eleven snaps. Uh, <laughs> those last seven. He he didn't he didn't look good at center. He didn't look good. Oh, center. but they did that because they were. Uh, resting right. players and stuff. Okay, right. Um, so he remember so Brusco. So do you keep him as this emergency guy, or do you let him stay in? No, Banks is better. Banks is better, but Brunskill's good. They're different. The, the thing that I like most about Banks is he's so wide, mm-hmm. people can't get around him and pass pro. Right. Pass pro. Yeah. 
Brunskill's best is blocking downfield. He's much more athletic. He's smaller, those things. But you go with Banks, man. Banks is – if Banks can play, Banks starts. Yeah, and I, I think you rotate Burford and Brunskill because Burford playing the entire game and not getting a break, fourth quarter started to show. Like, he oh, yeah. needs – He's a he's young green. kid. He's a rookie. He's a young kid, man. And I tip my hat to the young kid for making this – for cracking the starting lineup all season long, bro. Right. Like – I tip my hat to him. Like that's that's tough. Kyle, on a Kyle, in a Kyle Shanahan's offense, a rookie starting offensive lineman, fourth round pick, making the starting lineup from day one. I don't give a if it's because of an injury. Yeah, he made it and he he kept it. Kept uh, it. And I, I like what you said about Brunskill though. Brunskill is super serviceable. Um, and you got you can put him in there when you need him. Uh, and you could like go ahead and split those snaps, keep these guys fresh. It's been working all season. I don't expect the 49ers to do anything differently. The offensive line has been 10 times more cohesive since Brock Purdy has been quarterback. Yep. I, I'm with you a thousand percent. And look, Big Papa, Brian Greasy equals fewer interceptions. Even oh Jimmy Garoppolo had his lowest interception rate of his entire career before he got hurt this year. Three or four. So it's everybody. Um, and you know, sticking with those interceptions, look at Josh. He says Gino has six interceptions in four games. Yeah, it's, that ain't it's, it, bro. So, what's happening with the Seahawks? So, Gino starts off hot, red hot. He had a red hot into the season, that's how he got the starting quarterback role, right? And then all of a sudden, like it's it's starting to catch up. It's starting yep. to catch up. the injuries to their team, and things are starting to catch up. And I could tell you right now, the only thing really keeping Seattle afloat is Kenneth Walker. That's what's keeping them afloat. But the, when you're when, now you got to play against the number one Russian defense. Yep. And if we had to play any team, John, there was only one team that scared me with their Russian attack. Can you guess that team? The they're, one team that scares you? They're not in the playoffs, but if they if if they had made Oh, would it be Tennessee Titans? No. I think we would handle the Tennessee Titans because all you got to do is just beat the snot out of their one guy. It would be the <laughs> Detroit Lions, bro. Oh, yeah. They've been crushing it, man. And they didn't make it, but they helped us out. They helped they us did. out. Shout out to the Lions, man. Man, and Josh right here. I mean, he's staying on it, dude. Josh Josh crushes it. Uh, Seattle's still missing the tanks at DT. Yeah. I mean, they're point. not made for this game. I'll go, and we're going to do our whole like breakdown scatter report episode later in the week. I fly out Friday. When are you flying out? Yeah, I, I should be there Friday, like around two 15 or four 15 okay. PM. And then, uh, uh, I think I have a show with, uh, I'll be with Travis King that night. He has a show. Oh, heck yeah. We'll go check him out. We, we can go run out there. That's what's I, up, dude. Yeah. Where, where's it at? Can we promote it right now? Yeah, we can actually. Uh, yeah. If you find it, I'll give you some time. You just find it whenever you can. But yeah, I, I, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Anything we can do to help other people. If you don't know Travis King, uh, great musician, rapper, does a uh, Niners content, does really good job. Uh, so if we can support him in any way, uh, he's not paid us to do this. Just a good dude. Just a good dude. Uh, Mosquito killer. Uh, he says, what is your level of concern coming into this game? Um. My my level of concern is on a scale of one to ten, a two, because it's the playoffs. But I've been saying this all along. Like the ghost of Seattle that we remember, the problem wasn't Seattle. The mm -hmm. problem was Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson had our number. Even this year, as great as the 49ers were, he still got us, right? It now is the worst quarterback game probably of all year by any quarterback in the NFL, that Jimmy Garoppolo game in Denver. 
um, again, the amount of four-letter words that Dwayne and I were screaming at each other that game. <laughs> I wish the they could be with us at the game so they can get the uh, the live action version of the John and Wayne show. Whew. Whew. Gosh, man. Yeah, it was a lot. on like uh, a different network for that. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm very low. I'd say a two out of ten. What's your level of concern? Yeah, like it's 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 not it's not a level of concern. Listen, the only way the 49ers lose this game is if they beat themselves. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. That's why he makes the big bucks. That's <laughs> that's that's what it is, man. I, I could not say it better myself. That is exactly true. Seattle can't beat you. They can't. They don't have the coaching, they don't have the roster, they don't have the depth, they don't have the scheme. And all of those f- football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Facets, the 49ers have the advantage. Considerably. Offense and defense. The only way that could go wrong, only way that goes wrong, is mm-hmm. turnovers, injuries, things like that. Sean, uh, shout out to Sean Ferris. He's a great dude. Uh, my main concerns are divisional games can be weird. Weather games can be weird. Seattle uh, Seahawks need some weird to win this game. I think you're exactly right. Um, I think it's you're right. It's a good point. I, I, any Okay, so any concerns about week one, if it's that type of weather? Oh, I see what you're saying. Ah, do you have WhatsApp? Because that's where I sent it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got um, it, but I can't pull it up on here. But, yeah, I got it. Got you. I didn't know that. I didn't know if you could just I should have just so he is uh playing um dress code 49ers attire attire. This is at the Liquid Lounge on 32nd or it, yeah, it's on Third Street, San Jose, California. And so it's January 13th, free before 7:30. I think after 7:30 you gotta pay. It's a 21 plus event. So if you got fam, if you got little kiddos, they can't make it out. But yeah, so that's gonna be at the Liquid Lounge in San Jose. Friday, free before seven thirty. There and we Eric go. Trav. Davis will be there uh signing autographs for twenty-five bucks. There you go. All right. We've had ED out to a couple events this he year. He's cool he's interesting cat, man. Um all right. Now the wind's gonna be fun, but hey man, lots of rain. That's okay. It's playoff football, man. Yeah. I had a coach, 
I had a coach that would always say whenever it was raining, it's like, oh, this is football weather, men. It is. Uh, it, it's it just, is. I, embrace it. Embrace it. Bring your ponchos. You know, be ready to go. Oh, I'm it's going to be awesome. Full-fledged, like, rain suit, bro. I, I here, Listen to me, bro. The Chicago game effed me up, all right? I was, everything <laughs> on my body was soaking wet. Underwear, socks, shoes. I just want to be dry and enjoying the game. Let me ask you this question. Who has the advantage? I know it's home field. Seattle plays in the rain all the time, though. They do. But they don't play in this type of rain, right? Yeah, it's. I'll say this. Whenever you have hardcore, the rain isn't the issue. The wind is usually the issue, it's right? Rolling. Okay. That's the big deal. But neither one of these two teams throw the ball deep. They, they really, really this. don't. If you look at Brock Purdy last week, was five for five on passes between 10 to 20 yards downfield, 0 for 1 on 20 plus yard throws. Like, again, they don't throw the ball deep. We don't throw the ball deep. Who has the better rushing attack? Oh, 49ers. Who has the better rushing defense? Oh, the 49ers. So that's where I would go. The advantage, that's going to be the 49ers. Now, are they more used to being in the rain in Seattle? They are. But guess what? Seattle has indoor facility, practice facility. 49ers don't. Mm, Niners have to practice outside in this all week. So I I don't know. Kyle Kyle puts on the rain suit. It's so funny. I need that rain suit, Shanahan. I need that rain suit that he be wearing, yo. You're not Dude, look at fight. this. Scott, man, this is awesome. Hey, John Wayne, just want to thank you for the betting on Patreon. I've made $500 on a $100 start. That's what I'm talking about. Quadru, is that, what? how do you say? Five times Quad- your, what you started with? Five. How, I don't know. Pin Pinta I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. Scott, that makes me happy. It, the funny thing is, I only bet five and $10 usually for most bets. But, man, we hit consistently. And, man, some of our preseason bets that we did for Nick Bosa win the Defensive Player of the Year, that's going to bump that up even more, my friend. Wow. So, um, that is awesome. It Nothing makes me happier I'm than getting other people. I, I was close. I was close what, in it on. What is it? Coach Crew says quintupled. Quintupled. Oh. Right. That's what I was saying because four is quad. And so Quinn is five, set is seven. I don't know. Oh, I skipped six. I'm I'm dumb. Well, Pinto was good because five sides. So I got you. Look at Trey Hall. Appreciate the gift, my friend. This is awesome. Love that picture, by the way. He says, "My dudes, is this the first trap game? I'm going to say there's no such thing as trap games in the playoffs. In the playoffs, win or go home. Yes, sir. Not against Seattle. This is not like the way in which the game ended last week. Okay." And again, I'm pretty big on there's no trap games in the NFL. I'm not. I don't. I don't buy oh, okay. into that narrative very often. In the playoffs, hell no. But if you look at the way the season ended, you were able to pull your starters. You were able to rest them. You're ready to go. You're almost at full health. Almost mm-hmm. at completely full health across the board. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Uh, so I'm gonna say no. What do you, What do you say, Wayne? Yeah, it's not. It, there's no trap games in the playoffs. It's, it's what you said. It's winner go home. It's not even one and zero anymore, right? It's just winner go home, and so that's the mentality. Listen, the 49ers won ten games straight with the mentality of saying that it's one and zero. Like it's one and zero every game. They could still keep that same mentality, but now they know it's win or go home. I can't wait to see what that mentality is going to be like, and expect this, guys. Okay. Don't get upset because I expect Geno Smith and Pete Carroll's trickery behind to try something to test the Amador Lenore or Tyler Noah Hufunga early. 
I expect the good news though is last time we played Seattle, Charvarius Ward traveled with DK Metcalf. Facts, right? shut him down. That's going to continue. And then second, Tyler Lockett, who's an incredible wide receiver. I'm not taking anything away from him. He is the worst yards after catch receiver ever because he just falls down every time. He is a decision maker. He's tiny. Um, once he catches the ball, he gets down. He does not like contact whatsoever. I mean, he's a hell of a player, an amazing route runner, great catches. I mean, great, very fast. But even if he beats Demo, if there's a safety over the top, he'll fall down. Um, right. you'll, you'll see it on the film. I, there's, if you look at the clips, I, I should pull it up on Twitter or whatever, but like somebody did a whole like, uh, <laughs> compilation of just him falling down after catching the ball. And it's like the funniest thing ever, man. It's like the it's, biggest wide receiver in the NFL. I can solve like a tweet. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Steven, he says, John noteworthy differences. Mitchell wasn't available last matchup. He will be the biggest X factor in the game. You remember the Jordan Mitchell run? At the end of the game to close it down, you're going to be getting some of that. But Elijah Mitchell early on, because that dude, Elijah Mitchell, man, he looked so good in his first game back. Five rushes, 55 yards. Elijah Mitchell looked good, man. Uh, I'm with you, Chris. He averaged 11 yards per carry, John. But if you go back and watch his games this year, he's he's averaging the most yards per carry as a running back. And it's because of the way that they utilize them. So I know he didn't play in many. I get it. But even go back and watch the Chicago Bears game before he came out. He was averaging probably like eight yards a carry. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, he's different, yo. Yeah. Okay, Zach, I'm going to take – while you do your show, Zach tells me – he's telling me I need to take the plastic off my chains. So Why? give me a second. I don't know. He doesn't like – I I was I was, I was, I was thinking about – That's a cool me. chain. Yeah, but he wants me to take the plastic off because it looks <laughs> – so let me take the damn plastic off the chains. I'll be right back. Zach's coming at him. He's coming at him. I love it, man. I love it. Um, Big Papa Levi's is built to drain right the I rain, so it shouldn't be a slop fest. Did you see that they had uh, giant fans out on the field today airing out the field uh, at Levi's? Uh, they got a break in the rain, and they didn't put tarp out there. They, they're Instead, they're blow-drying. Saturated, bro. Yeah, it's going to be a lot, man. Yeah, it got the ponchos. I love it, man. We're going to have a blast. I am too. Another rain game? Oh. And and we'll see how it goes. But, you know, we've had almost like the last three games have supposed to have been rain games, and then it cleared up. So we'll see. Super sunny, dog. Like super sunny. Oh, look at this question. The hard-hitting questions. Niner Zeno says, Nintendo 64 or SNES, which is We have to spend at least three minutes on this. (laughs) So I thought Super Nintendo was like the worst game system ever. Like Nintendo was better than Super Nintendo. But then when the 64-bit system came out, if you had Killer Instinct, yeah, like you was killing the combo game. Like I, 64. Goldeneye, man. Golden, Goldeneye alone. Greatest game of all time. It's over. It's over. Greatest it's over. game of all time. Bit it. Bit it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Those graphics, man, the like square 8-bit, just like. Nintendo was the GOAT, <laughs> but 64 was way better than Super Nintendo. Yeah, what's up, Marco? He says, could Christian McCaffrey win comeback player of the year? He should. He should win he should something. Be. He should win offensive player of the year. He should win something. He won't win that. But, I mean, he's just had an incredible year. If we look at just the the pure metric. Oh, I'm on the Seahawks. That's gross. Here we go. Let's look at the good players. <laughs> Ugh. Just terrible. Just since he joined the 49ers, he had 1,200 total yards in 11 games. Isn't that crazy? I mean, 
That's like 100-plus yards a game. He led our team in total scrimmage yards, and he was only played for us 11 games. He led the, he led the team. This um, is fun. This is fun, yeah. yo. Um, <laughs> I see him. Dang, man. Yo, like, all right. I think he should win it. He should win it. Who, who, like, who else is going to be the runner? Like, the, but I don't think they're going to give it to him because they're going to look at the 49ers and they're going to be like, well, you're either going to get defensive player of the year or, and you know what I'm saying? They're going to try to get them all. Can't get them all. So I think, I think he should get comeback player of the year. I think Kyle Shanahan should get coach of the year. I think John Lynch should get executive of the year. And I think he should, uh, Nick Bosa should get defensive player of the year. What's going on, Perk Dog? Love it. What's up, Perk? Um, yeah, look at this <laughs> from pineapple breaking news. The whole 49ers team had x-rays done. They all got that dog in. Them. I like this up. one. I, I like up that right one, there. man. I, I just really think, I really think that the 49ers are just in a great position. Now, I don't like being too cocky, but I felt cocky. I think three or four times this year, the Carolina game was the first one where it was I like, I don't care what happens. Mm-hmm. We're going to dominate. Right. Mm-hmm. I felt really, really confident about that one. The Rams game and then both Cardinals games, the Mexico city one. And then last week, the only reason why I wasn't so confident about the Seahawks, the second time we played them was it was a short week. And if you remember Brock Purdy was hurt. He attempted zero mm-hmm. passes the whole week. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of players out. But I still felt like we were finally going to get over the hump. You did win. The score was closer than it actually was, which we talked about earlier. I I don't know, man. I just – it's a 10-point spread. Vegas has a 10-point spread in the playoffs. 10 points. And the 49ers are covering every damn spread there is. In our 10-game win streak, two games have been decided by a touchdown or less. 10 games. And one of those was the Seattle game. And then the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, I, I the don't Raiders know. and the Seahawks. Go oh, I think you. I'm wrong. It was three because you had the Chargers. You had the oh, Seahawks. The oh, but no, the Seahawks were eight. So it wasn't even a touchdown. So that, yeah, I was correct. The Chargers, you won by six. The Raiders, you won by three. Seattle, you won by eight. That's more than a touchdown. More than a touchdown. Interesting. Let's deal with this question. Steven, this is for you, Wayne. I'm uh, I'm not worried about BCB in the playoffs. He has already played Seattle, and it's highly likely the Niners play Tampa again. Now we're looking forward. We can play this game a little bit. Um, we can play this game a little bit. How how worried are you about Brock Purdy with pressure? It's his first playoff game. Mm. Is there a chance he comes out and's a little jostled? Uh, it depends on if it, it see. Play, if, all right, playing the Seahawks, I don't think Brock is going to be jostled or whatever right because he already beat this team like him and his team they beat the team but when you add in the playoffs and if seattle starts coming up with some exotic things that he's just never seen now seattle still has to execute defensively but they're gonna probably throw some stuff and i i guarantee you there's more film on him now so you gotta you gotta think that they're gonna prepare a tad bit better for Brock Purdy in this game I don't expect Purdy to light it up at first I think he's got to get get hit, get knocked down, make some tough passes, get outside the pocket, which is all in favor of Brock. But as, as at when that second half comes, that's when they flip the switch. Yeah. Look at this amateur draft scout. I predict 49ers punt the ball three times. That's kind of what they've been averaging. And so if you get the possession, usually about nine to 10 possessions a game, that means you're scoring on six or seven. If that's the case, 
If the Niners punt three times, yeah, that's game over. Yeah, Niners just don't want to turn the ball over. And I'm, I'm, here's what I'm confident about: the defense will get a turnover. How about that? I'm that confident. They almost have. They only have one like per game on this win streak. They led the NFL in turnover ratio. Jeez, led the NFL. Started uh, the season off the season. slow and then led the NFL in turnover ratio. I, now they I have the you. second most turnovers, but in turnover ratio because we're second in forced turnovers and we're third in giving turnovers. So that's just winning football. It's extra possessions. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that's just such a big difference. Now let's talk about this because I think this is important. He brought up that, you know, we're probably going to play Tampa again. If you look at the schedule, and I know a lot of people were upset by the schedule. I wasn't. I wasn't upset that the 49ers play Saturday. Here's why. You get the exact same amount of time to prepare for this game as Seattle does. There's no clear advantage there. However, whomever you play the following week, you now got an extra day, and it's going to be a home game. Mm. So that's why I like it. I don't like it so much for this week. I would have preferred it to be Sunday, but that's okay. It helps us following week. Now, as far as who you're going to play if you win, this is a huge if. You got to win the game. You got to win the game. But if we're just looking at NFC, the very first NFC game after us is the Minnesota Vikings and the Giants. They play Sunday at 1.30 Pacific time. Mm-hmm. So here's what you need to know. If Minnesota wins, we play them no matter what. Okay. If Minnesota wins, they're coming to Santa Clara for the divisional round. If the Giants win, then we play whoever wins out of the Cowboys or the Bucks. Yeah. So that first game will tell us all we need to know. So you watch the Minnesota game. If Minnesota wins, we play them. That's all there is to it. If the Giants win, we play Dallas or Tampa Bay no matter what. Who would you rather play, the Vikings or the Bucks? Bucks. I mean, we already beat them 35 to 7. Yeah, they different. They 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 a little different now though. Yeah, how? How? I don't know. They just seem like they clicking. Uh like they definitely couldn't click against us. So, uh I get it. I get it. 35-7, man. I mean, you you he couldn't do anything. Now, Tom Brady, and again, you can talk about like, oh, well, it's different whenever he's got you know, playoffs or whatever. Back. He's got his center back now. A little, diff- little different. Just a little different. Yeah. Niners Nation says, Niners are getting healthy at the right time, too. Banks, Greenlaw, Givens, back at practice today as well. That's a lot of starters. That's a lot of starters back, man. That's a lot of starters back. I, I don't know, man. Great starters too. Oof. We haven't been in this position. If you go back to 2019, you I mean you 2021 doesn't matter. This is the healthiest the team has been on a playoff run by a wide margin. Wow. Yeah, yeah. By a wide margin. I agree. And so I don't know, man. It just it feels good. And you look across the NFC, and it's like, all right, the Eagles, cool. But man, I, I'm not worried about sure as hell not worried about Seattle. I'm not worried about the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay. Dallas, they could pose some problems, but still, it's Dallas. It's Dak Prescott. It's Mike McCarthy. It's Jerry Jones. It's Zeke. CeeDee Lamb had one catch against us. One. That's your stud? Is this your king? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like come on, man. I, I, I'm sorry. The 49ers are the force, okay? It's everybody else that's worried about us. That's what's key. This team is a bully, ten in 100%. a row, man. Oh, hundred percent. It, it doesn't. It, it gets. It. I feel like we're the first ten and zero team that doesn't get ten and zero props, mm. but it's cool. 
Because yeah, I don't I, want props right now. Well, no, no. 10 and 0 doesn't even matter at this moment. It's playoff time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so let's put this up in the chat. Right, let's ask you guys. You got three teams. Who do you want to play? Who would you prefer to play in the divisional round? Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. Who do you want to play? If you could draw it out the way you want it, who would you want to play? Who would you say, Wayne? You asked me. I didn't ask you back. I apologize. Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. Who would I want to play? Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. I don't know. I, I kind of want to play the Cowboys. I, I just, it would felt so good last year, bro. Oh, I just want to play the Cowboys. I know a lot of people feel like the Bucks are the easiest team. I, I don't even want to play the easiest team. I want to knock out some type of a juggernaut. Oh, like, I love it. Me. I, well, I mean, I will say this. Once you get to the NFC Championship, you're getting a juggernaut whether you want to or not. I mean, not, I feel like there's only – it's going to be the Cowboys or Eagles. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I, I don't you, see bro. any other team I'm in gonna, the NFC. I'm not in the NFC East. I hear you. I mean, Tampa Bay, maybe, but I don't think – I don't know. I don't. The only, the only hope I have for they're Tampa – They're 8-9. They're below 500. Yeah, the only hope I have is that Tom Brady magic happens and they beat the – It's play, so it's four games, guys, right? So you got to look at it as a as a matchup game now. So I know Kyle Shanahan said he don't prepare like he don't look at it like that. But now right. you're now you signaling in on straight up weaknesses and it's winner go home. That just changes everything. And Tom Brady is probably the best quarterback to have done it for a long period of time. So I just feel like he's in it. They let him in. It yeah. would almost be like me saying, "Yo, don't let the four. What if we were eight and nine and we got in?" I would be saying the same shit. Don't let us in. Because now if you let us in, yo, we we hungry. So and now not only were we in, we're hosting yeah. for two rounds, man. Two rounds, two weeks, and possibly three, because I think the Eagles get beat. I just I hope so. I'm yeah, everybody's rooting against the Eagles. So again, now let's flip it on its edge. Okay. The Eagles, if the Giants win, they play the Eagles. Right, NFC on NFC. If the Vikings win, then the Eagles will play whoever wins out of Dallas in Tampa Bay. And I feel like if I, I think it's going to be scripted. Eagles, Dallas, second nice. round, Forty mm -hmm. ers Vikings. I think that's the. I think those are going to be the matchups. The one four, or sorry, the two three versus the one five. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Nick he says. We're Rod we're Rodney Dangerfield. We get no respect at all. <laughs> get no respect. We get no respect. No respect. <laughs> I love it, man. But man, this has been fun. Uh Wayne, I appreciate you. What's some other shows that we could jump in on? If you look at the description of this channel, this show, this video, whether you're listening or watching, or whatever, you see the link for the Wayne Breezy show. If appreciate you haven't checked it out yet and subscribed, I know you checked it out. Everybody loves Wayne. Go subscribe. Support this man. He is incredible. Uh, when's the next time we can watch in or tune in? Because I know this week's a little different with the Saturday game. You flying out Friday. Yeah, it's kind of crucial, right? So, uh, tomorrow, every morning, 11 a.m., I uh, do the Wayne Breezy show, have people come on. We sit here and we chat. We, we, we go over some topics and, and things like that about the 49ers and we just go back and forth. It's kind of really cool show. And then, uh, uh, I think I'm doing a show with Johnny Dell this Thursday. Uh, so that should be really cool. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna break down some stuff. Um, uh, and and that's what it is. Like, and then I'm flying out. I just I just want to get the freaking Santa Clara, so I can put my feet on that ground so we can get this dub. That's it. It's the only thing I care about. I tell you right now. Once we win on Saturday, 
My it's all about my birthday on Sunday. I ain't watching. Sh- I ain't watching nothing. I don't give about nothing. I love it, man. I freaking love it. Now here's the updated flyer. I showed the raw one earlier for the Forty Nineers versus Seahawks uh, tailgate. It's it's the same map and information. Just the uh, location on the map is different. Again, that southeast corner. You can see the. Uh, the light. And again, if you go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, it's got all the information. And if you bought tickets, I emailed out. Um, I will be emailing out a detailed itinerary on how to find this and all those things. Also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. You can find this map, all those things. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. If you're close, come hang out with us. We got food. Ooh. We got entertainment. We yes. got speakers. We got music. We got yes. giveaways. We got yes. competitions. We got everything, baby. We got you covered, and we're going to keep you literally covered so you're not in the rain. We got tents. I just bought some more tents today, so we're good there. Um, so, yeah, Wayne, anything before we jump out of here, man, that you want to leave us with? Leave us with a bit of knowledge or a nugget of wisdom that can help us be excited about the 49ers going throughout the rest of our day. The San Francisco 49ers swept the NFC West. I'll leave you with that. That means ain't nothing else only thing coming out of the West are the Niners. Straight up coming from the West side. Let's go. Let's <laughs> I go. Love it, man. I'm pumped up, man. That is awesome. Wait, thank you guys, everybody. Man, we got a lot more content coming up this week. But until next time, stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.